Welcome to Thriller Vault, where thriller writers tell their favorite stories. Tonight, I have a special short story from my novel, The Predator Hunter. It's the story of a young man who trolls the internet for child predators. His goal? Confrontation and humiliation, IRL. Here is The Confrontation. Kyle checked his decoy phone. Hurricane Ron. I'm worried, baby. I haven't heard from you all day. Maybe we should meet another day. Cuddly Kate. Sorry. Left my phone home. I had track practice. My mom was late to pick me up, and traffic is so bad. Hurricane Ron. I was worried about you. I'm glad you're okay. I don't know what I'd do if something happened to you. Cuddly Kate. Aw, you are sweet. You still want to meet? Hurricane Ron. I'm worried. I've never even heard your voice. Are you really who you say you are? Shit. He's going to want to talk. Cuddly Kate. Are you? Hurricane Ron. You know I am, baby, but I have a lot to lose. Cuddly Kate. If you don't want to, whatever. I'm not feeling good anyway. I have a cold. Hurricane Ron. I'm sorry, baby. Are you okay? Cuddly Kate. Just a cold with a scratchy throat? I'm okay to meet, but you can't kiss me. You might get sick. LOL. Hurricane Ron. For you, I'd risk it. Cuddly Kate. You always know what to say. Are we meeting? Hurricane Ron. I want to hear your voice first. Call me. 571-555-0899. Cuddly Kate. You don't trust me? Frowny face. Hurricane Ron. Of course I do. You're a dream come true. But I need to know you're real. Please call me. Kyle set his decoy phone to record the conversation. He grabbed his camera and tripod and recorded himself. Kyle thought of the last time he had tried to imitate a girl. That guy had hung up on him, and Kyle had never heard from him again. Kyle had been practicing since then, but he still needed work, hence the cold gambit. He took a deep breath, cleared his throat, and tapped Hurricane Ron's icon. Ron picked up on the first ring. Hello, Kate? It's me. Kyle said in a babyish high voice with an impossible-to-hide hint of manliness. Hurricane Ron was dead silent. Are you there? I'm here. You, um, don't like my voice, do you? Everybody says I sound like a little girl and, um, with this cold. You sound just like your picture, baby. For real? Yes. Are you sure you still like me? I more than like you. What does that mean? I think I'm falling in love with you. For real? Yes, for real. Hurricane Ron paused. What do you think of my voice? I love it. You still want to, like, meet? More than anything. Eight o'clock at the Woodbridge 7-Eleven. It's on Route 1, right? Yep. It's right by my house. I can walk there. I can pick you up at your house. My neighbors are so nosy. They might, like, tell my mom. I don't want to get you into trouble. You either, Kyle replied, his cuddly Kate voice holding. Are we still, um, going to the hotel? I got us a really nice room. We can order room service for dinner, watch a movie. Then we can explore each other, maybe take a bath. I've never, um, I've never done it before. I'm a little scared. 
Don't worry, baby. I'll be gentle. You're going to feel so good. I promise. You promise? I promise. I should, like, get ready. See you at eight? See you at eight. Bye, baby. Bye. Kyle hung up the phone with a relieved breath. I think he bought it. He grabbed his camera and wireless mic, walked next door, and knocked on his best friend Troy's apartment. No answer. He called Troy's cell. I'll be home in five minutes, Troy said in lieu of a greeting. I'll wait for you in the parking lot, Kyle said. I want to get there early so we can go over the plan and get a good parking space. A few minutes later, they drove in Kyle's Hyundai to the nearby 7-Eleven. They parked alongside the building near the ice machines. Kyle glanced at his phone, 7:33. No new messages from Hurricane Ron. They stepped out of the Hyundai and looked around. The last gasps of sunlight bathed them in a golden glow. Patrons hustled in and out of the store, the parking spaces directly in front of the building like musical chairs. It should be dark by 8, and we can see everyone coming and going from the car. Kyle pointed. Those ice machines and the building and the fence near the back of the property make a nice bottleneck if we can lure him there. He'll have a tough time getting away from us back there, Troy said with a crooked grin. We'll hide behind the ice machines, and when he comes out, you can film by the building blocking his exit on the sidewalk, and I'll stand between him and the parking lot. He'll be cornered. We can't physically restrain him, so if he moves, we move with him. Sounds like a plan. Kyle nodded. I'll message him when he gets here and say Kate's by the ice machines. You should type that now so you can just hit send when he gets here. Good idea. Kyle thumb typed the message but didn't send it. You know what this piece of shit looks like? Yeah, but he's never sent me a really good picture of his face. It's blurry or he has on a hat or sunglasses. His penis pics were crystal clear though. Troy mimed throwing up. I don't know how you can even talk to these creeps, much less look at their junk. Better me than a kid. Better you than me. I'm pretty sure he has blonde hair, the front kind of flipped up, with a large nose. What a douche. Kyle nodded. Let's get back to the car. I don't like being out here in the open. You never know, he might be the type to stake out the place first. The sun was gone, replaced by a nearly full moon. The parking lot of the 7-Eleven was well lit by post lights throughout and lights on the building. Kyle sat in the driver's seat watching the parking lot for signs of Hurricane Ron. Troy sat in the passenger seat doing the same thing, the video camera in his lap. Kyle checked his phone again, 7.59 p.m., no new messages, one minute to eight. You think he'll show? I don't know. He wanted to talk to me before meeting on the phone. Troy turned to Kyle. Did you talk to him? Kyle nodded. I did my impression of a 13-year-old girl with a cold, but he was a bit hesitant. I'm pretty sure he bought it, though. I hope so. We'll see. It's still early. They sat in silence, watching the cars and people come in and out of the convenience store. Kyle tapped his foot on the floor mat, full of nervous energy. A BMW 5 Series sedan parked in front of the 7-Eleven. Kyle and Troy sat up straight. A white man, about six feet tall, stepped from the vehicle. He wore a baseball cap pulled low over his eyes. He had a cleft chin, a slightly large nose, and blonde hair. I think that's him, Kyle said, turning on his wireless mic. Hurricane Ron looked around the parking lot, then entered the convenience store. Let's get into position, Kyle said, exiting the car. 
They hid behind the ice machine, and Kyle sent the message telling Hurricane Ron that cuddly Kate was outside by the ice machines. Kyle's heart thumped in his chest, his palms and pits sweaty. Kate? Hurricane Ron said around the corner. Kyle held up one hand to Troy as a stop sign. He wanted Hurricane Ron to come a little farther. Kate? Hurricane Ron said again, walking past the ice machine. Kyle and Troy sprang into action, cornering Hurricane Ron between the fence, the building, and the ice machine. You looking for Kate? Kyle asked. Troy stood silent, filming. Who are you? Hurricane Ron asked. I'm Kyle Summers. I hunt piece-of-shit predators like you. Ron backed up against the wall, his eyes wide. I don't know what you're talking about. Kyle moved closer, his jaw set tight. Really? Kyle removed his phone from his pocket and tapped Ron's number. The phone chimed in Hurricane Ron's pocket, startling him. Why did you come here to meet a 13-year-old girl? I don't know what you're talking about. This is a mistake. I just came to get a coffee and, and some ice. Bullshit. Why were you calling out for Kate? I, I, I wasn't. Ron turned to the camera. Are you filming me? Smile for the camera, Troy said. Ron turned back to Kyle. I do not give you permission to film me. If you use any of this footage, I'll sue you for everything you have. I will ruin you. Kyle laughed. This is a public place. I can film you if I want. Even if you could sue me, I'm broke as shit. Troy laughed. I have the chat logs and even our phone call. Kyle tapped the naked picture of Hurricane Ron holding his erect penis and showed it to him. Why'd you send this disgusting picture to a 13-year-old girl? Why? That's not me. You're a liar, and you're starting to piss me off. Tell the truth, or this video is going up on Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Everyone's going to know exactly what you are. Hurricane Ron removed his phone from his pocket. You can't threaten me like that. You can't hold me here. I'm calling the police. Kyle and Troy laughed again. That'll save me the trip, Kyle said. I'm meeting with the police about you on Monday. Hurricane Ron's hand shook as he put his phone back in his pocket. You can't keep me here. I just want to ask you a few questions. Why did you solicit sex from a 13-year-old girl online? I told you. I don't know what you're talking about. You sure about that? Kyle tapped his phone and played the recorded clip he'd isolated for this occasion. I got us a really nice room, Hurricane Ron said through Kyle's phone. We can order room service for dinner, watch a movie. Then we can explore each other, maybe take a bath. I've never done it before, Cuddly Kate replied through the phone speaker. I'm a little scared. Don't worry, baby, recorded Hurricane Ron said. I'll be gentle. You're going to feel so good, I promise. Kyle slipped his phone back in his pocket. That's definitely you, and you know it. Every guy I confront tries to lie their way out of it. But I have all the evidence. Your life is over. Hurricane Ron pushed past Troy toward his BMW. Kyle and Troy followed, nipping at his heels. You said you were falling in love with Kate, Kyle said. She's 13. Explain yourself, you piece of shit. How many underage girls have you coerced into having sex with you? How many? Hurricane Ron hurried into his BMW. Kyle lay on the hood, his face near the windshield. Ron stepped out of the BMW. Get off my car! A middle-aged woman approached the scene in Hurricane Ron. You're Aaron Wells, the weatherman. I'm such a big fan. Kyle smiled wide. No, no I'm not. 
said Aaron Wells, a.k.a. Hurricane Ron. Yes, you are. I watch you every night. I'm sorry to be a bother, but can I have your autograph? I have a pen and paper somewhere. She rifled through her purse. Go away. You don't have to be rude, the woman said with a frown. And why is that man on your car? Because Aaron Wells tried to solicit a 13-year-old girl for sex, Kyle said, turning to address the woman. The woman twisted her face as if she'd eaten a lemon. Why would you do that? I didn't do anything, Aaron said, then turned back to Kyle. Get off my car before I call the police. Not until you tell the truth, Kyle said. Maybe he is telling the truth, the woman said. I am telling the truth, Aaron said. Kyle grabbed his phone and tapped the naked picture of Aaron and held it out for the woman to see. This is what he sent the girl. The woman glanced at the picture and put her hand to her chest, sucking in a breath. She turned to Aaron Wells. That's you! Aaron ducked into his car and started the engine. Hold my phone, Kyle said to Troy. Troy grabbed Kyle's phone as Aaron reversed slowly with Kyle still on the hood. Troy shoved the phone in his pocket and continued to film, following the BMW. Aaron turned the vehicle around and started and stopped a few times to shake Kyle from the hood, but Kyle held firm, his hands gripping the top edge of the hood. Tell the truth, Kyle said. Get off my car, Aaron replied. Not until you tell the truth. Aaron turned onto Route 1, traffic whizzing past on the left lane. The BMW accelerated to 30 miles per hour, Kyle face down, hanging on for dear life, with wind blowing up his t-shirt. Drivers pointed and honked at the BMW with a 175-pound hood ornament. Aaron slammed on the brakes at the first traffic light, and Kyle flew from the vehicle onto the asphalt. Aaron drove around Kyle and ran the red light, disappearing into the distance. A 40-something man exited his car and stood over Kyle. Are you okay? The man asked. Troy approached out of breath, running with the camera in hand. Are you all right? I think so, Kyle said. Troy and the man helped Kyle to his feet. Kyle moved his stinging arm in a circular motion, his forearm red with blood from the fall to the asphalt. What the hell were you doing on that guy's car? The man asked, trying to stop a child predator. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Thriller Vault. If you enjoyed this story, please check out my novel, The Predator Hunter. It's available as an ebook, print book, and an audio book. If you enjoyed this content, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And I hope to see you all next week.